I was visiting a parishioner this week who was in the hospital from an unexpected fracture. She's been told by the physicians that she will need several weeks of physical therapy following her treatment at St. Joe's. Joan Bond, our head usher at the 11 a.m. service, has dutifully called the organizers of the different groups she's a part of, explaining she will be unable to make the Red Hat Society meetings, the volunteer lunches, and even Christmas Eve worship. And Joan loves Christmas, and this couldn't have happened at a worse time. How on earth do you celebrate Christmas without taking part in the traditions of your household and congregation? Traditions built over years, filled with memory, nostalgia, and fondness. How do you prepare for Christmas if you have no tree to decorate, no mantle to adorn with stockings, no front door to hang a wreath from, no windows in which to place a candle, no garden to illuminate with cords of lights. How do you prepare for Christmas if you have no opportunity to make and send presents, greeting cards, and Christmas cookies? How do you prepare for Christmas while you remain in a hospital room all month long? What does Christmas look like then? Sometimes we are lucky, and we get to welcome into the world little twin girls named Violet and Zoe to spend their first Christmas at only a few weeks old, delivered just in time for the holiday, surrounded by adoring family and friends. Sometimes we are lucky to spend the holy day with parents and children, aunts and uncles, chosen family and given family. Sometimes we rebuild burnt bridges and see loved ones for the first time in years. But Christmas isn't always what we envision it to be. I have a friend who lives in an assisted living facility in Towson. She cannot drive. Her daughter lives in California and her mother lives in Ocean City. My friend was dismayed to learn that her mother has suddenly become ill with something that is advanced and her mother in her 90s has entered into hospice care. If my friend is lucky, her mother will celebrate one last Christmas. But will my friend be able to visit her mother in time? And how? Christmas isn't always what we envision it to be, just as life isn't always what we expect it to be. How do you make your way in a world which is unfair, in which people settle for destructive behaviors, accommodate bad habits, and tolerate bad influences? In a world like that, you can find yourself hurting with no one to help you, no one to listen to reason, no one to stand up for what is right. It's the world John the Baptist is living in. He calls people who are religious a brood of vipers, 
He calls people who worship God a bunch of venomous worms, a tangled mess of poisonous, wretched, and unrepentant beasts descended from that serpent which tempted God's image bearers in the garden. John the Baptist calls religious people hypocrites and tells them to change, to be transformed inwardly and to bear fruit of that transformation outwardly. John the Baptist tells the people who have done everything they can to put themselves in a position of power, who have worked to secure their status beyond question, who have put down others for working as tax collectors, prostitutes, and in a word, sinners. John the Baptist says to these religious and observant people, that they need to change if they hope to receive his baptism. They need to open up the doors to the house of God for more people to enter. They need to stop shaming their neighbors. They need to stop shunning outsiders. They need to stop casting judgment on those who are foreign or seemingly unworthy of inclusion or trust. John the Baptist tells the people who think they have everything together that they are wrong, fundamentally, and in each of their actions. And if he can say that to the Pharisees and Sadducees, what is he telling you and me? Can you admit that there may be something in your life, in your heart, in your soul, which needs to change? Can you name it and confess it to a friend who cares for your well-being? Can you cultivate practices in your daily life which will bring that change into reality? Can you prune the branches from your life which do not bear fruit? I pray you can this Advent. Amen.